0: Hey everyone,
1: this is Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell coming to you with another episode of our Oklahoma Innovate That podcast in partnership with OCAST uh, and the amazing Oklahoma Innovation Pipeline model that we have here in Oklahoma. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Today, we've got a, a really wonderful company uh, that uh, I think you'll you'll really find very interesting, Spears New Technologies. Let me tell you a little bit about this company, and then I'll introduce uh, our guest. Um, Spears New Technologies, it's a leading full-service provider of what they refer to as 4R services, repair, remanufacturing, refurbishing, and repurposing of advanced battery packs used in hybrid and electrical vehicles. Uh, we're hearing a whole lot today, obviously, about hybrid and electrical vehicles, so this should be uh, really interesting. SNTs, so again, Spears New Technology Services, allow vehicles, OEMs, to optimize the lifecycle management of their battery pack inventory and maximize its value. Uh, Spears New Technologies specializes in the manufacturing, refurbishing, and repair of high voltage powertrain systems uh, and energy storage systems. This is state of the art, energy neutral uh, battery center. Uh, it's based right here in Oklahoma City, uh, where they work on the battery packs of all the leading auto manufacturer, uh, automotive uh, manufacturers. You know, pretty much every uh, auto company is is uh, moving in this direction, or at least um, certainly uh, going more all in on it. Um, and as, as the world transitions into a place, certainly with more and more electrical vehicles on the road uh Spears new technology i mean it's really positioned itself uh to be uh an important stakeholder in this industry if not uh just a, a true leader so again we're we're really honored and excited that uh that this is this innovation is happening right here in Oklahoma uh, our guest today uh is Dirk Spears Dirk is the president of Spears new technology and uh originally from the Netherlands and has taken a, a really a multinational path to get to Oklahoma this guy is a pioneer and a leader uh, in the repair, remanufacturing, and refurbishing of, of advanced battery packs. A real leader in that in that space, uh, and we're really lucky to have him. Dirk, thank you for for being with us today. Uh, great to be here. Yeah. So again, I, I mentioned you know you're from the Netherlands, so you know we know that. But but what brought you to Oklahoma from the Netherlands?
0: Uh, fate. You know, <laughs> in a previous life, um, I worked with a company in Oklahoma City. Uh, ATC that was, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Um, and we always stayed in contact. Uh, relationships are important in life. And they uh, asked me uh, to, uh, to work with them again. And then it was sort of lost in translation that they meant uh, being based, uh, living in Oklahoma. Uh, so I found out when it was too late and then I ended up living here.
1: So you moved to Oklahoma what year? I think 2010, 2011. 2010? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you're you're basically an Oki now. I, I'm an yeah. Oki. I'm yeah. an Oki. Yeah. It's like uh, some know. So, tell us uh, specifically, again, these four R's and, and, and how they fit into your business model.
0: Yeah. Basically, we are now at six R's, but the, uh, you know, one cluster of R's is repair, remanufacturing, refurbishment of battery packs, which is basically the same battery pack. Something is wrong with it. We get it. Uh, we do um, uh, a quick analysis. Uh, we pull it apart, and then we build it into uh, an almost like new battery hmm. pack. Okay. So that are three hours uh, repurposing. If the battery pack is not good enough to go back into the vehicle, we can turn it into a different purpose energy storage system uh, to be used with solar panels or wind or backup uh, power. Um, so that is number four. Uh, number five is... Um, uh, root cost analysis, you know, we get a battery pack, something is wrong, and we really go deeply in the root to find out what caused that problem, that it's very technical. And then the last thing which we're setting up right now is recycling, a recycling of lithium-ion battery packs. And we're really excited, um, and we believe we will be one of the leaders in that sector here uh, in the United
1: States and, and being based in Oklahoma City. That's great. Um, so with that, you know, the, that 6 R uh strategy how many uh batteries are you getting in right now from from auto manufacturers
0: uh, pre-covid we handled about two thousand battery packs per month okay uh because of COVID, it's down significantly mm-hmm. uh, but we believe that you know it will go up again uh, eventually yeah
1: no doubt uh, also because everyone will drive electric so tell us a little bit about the process here. You know, when a battery goes bad and a and a company, you know, an auto manufacturing company, auto company, reaches out to you, what what does that process look like? Say
0: you drive an electric vehicle, uh, you go to a dealership because the dashboard light is on or something else uh, happens. Uh, you go to the dealership. The dealership does uh, looks at the error codes, you know, the failure codes and everything, and then they either call up. Uh, us, uh, in Oklahoma, our call center, um, or they call up the, uh, the OEM. And then they enter the details in Alfred, our computer system. We, uh, pick up, uh, the battery pack if we deem it needs to be exchanged. Um, the first thing we do, we ship out a battery pack and we can do that overnight. Wow. Um, we actually can get a battery to you if needed. Uh, overnight uh, through FedEx. Excellent. Um, Then the the faulty battery uh, we pick up uh, goes to Oklahoma. That goes by road, you know, as slow as possible because it needs to be as cheap as possible. Uh, Then it comes into our facility. It gets locked into Alfred. Uh, We check that what we receive is what we're supposed to receive because sometimes dealers make mistakes. Uh, sometimes intentionally, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we uh, we do an uh, analysis, uh, we pull it apart, we put it back uh, together, and then that battery goes to a battery of tests, uh, coolant loop test, pressure check, electrical test, uh, electronical test, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then when we know it, it's all good, and everything is tracked into uh, Alfred, it uh, goes on the shelf, uh what we call the supermarket and it's ready for the next dealer uh, to be shipped to. Uh,
1: and and do you have dealers, I'm assuming, all I mean every other state uh that you work with uh,
0: like, you know all states all states we we, we, we yeah. service batteries uh, to and from Alaska, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, uh Europe, we, we we ship to and from from Africa, I think almost every continent, but uh but uh Antarctica.
1: Remarkable. How, how many employees do you need for the, for this kind of operation right now?
0: No, At the moment, we're still at the beginning. Yes. Uh, you know, it's still in the early stage, but at the moment, I think we are 65, 70 people. Okay. And
1: okay. it's grown. We started with two. so we Started uh, with two at 65, and yeah, the sky's in, the limit. Uh, in five years, so. um, How long does a typical battery pack last? I would say at
0: least 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, it depends. How do you drive it? Um, which climate? Uh, you know the typical usage pattern and everything. Um, but be- between ten and twenty years.
1: Okay, I didn't know uh, they. I didn't know they
0: lasted that long. Ten oh, to twenty uh, years. But there's a lot of misinformation about yeah. electric vehicles. Yes. And yes. you have ten years um, warranty on a elect on an electric vehicle, so mm-hmm. there's no
1: way you can go wrong. Yeah. Uh, if something
0: point. goes wrong, they give you a new battery pack.
1: Yeah. what's not to like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if, if If you know again you 're also remanufacturing batteries that no longer are able to power a car i mean what, what what do you repurpose them into
0: so one product one one thing we have done we did a megawatt installation in uh, California for a solar farm uh, we did uh, we participated in a couple of big megawatt projects in uh, in Europe with repurposed Nissan leaf batteries and then we have what we call our watt tower. Um, which is a 60 kilowatt hour backup uh, unit also for demand uh, you know demand uh, charging uh, cost reduction and OG&E uh, has a few uh, OU has a few mm-hmm. in California uh, charging stations are using them for demand charge reduction
1: and i I you know I, I should have asked this at the beginning how many other companies um, are doing what you're doing
0: uh, no one. No one. Not, not, not to the depth and yeah. the breadth
1: we do. That's and amazing. we like to keep it that way. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. would we. Yeah. 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 Uh, what are the benefits of an auto uh, manufacturer coming to you versus servicing the batteries in their own service departments?
0: So we. we that's, that's a great question. OEMs, automotive OEMs, are very, very good at designing and making new cars. Uh, that's what they do, taking care of old stuff. Uh, they're not good at That's you know that's not their business model. So we are good at that, and because we do it for so many, we can do it much more effectively and cost competitively than what they can do yeah. Uh, themselves.
1: Yeah, you know, and as again, every auto company getting into the electrical and hybrid uh, space. You know they offer so many auto repair services uh, in house, but yeah, something like this, uh, right. you, you would it would be a whole lot more nimble, I'm assuming, and, and quicker uh, to farm that out to again yeah. experts.
0: Yeah, and yeah. that's and that's why we're doing it for so many OEMs yeah. uh, here in the United States. Right. Uh, and often the dealer who gets that battery pack, you know, it's the first point of contact for the for the customer. They don't even. Uh, see the difference you know they think we are GM
1: yeah. right or whatever right uh, which i think would be you know I, no. I, that's important no. um it, 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 explain what the alfred system is and, and what led to their creation of it
0: so the best people are brilliant people who are hardworking and lazy <laughs> And uh, one thing we found out is that uh, keeping track of all these battery packs yeah and putting all those test results um, in a, in a database uh, was very difficult. Um, so we created our own uh, computer system platform uh, called Alfred. Uh, obviously, everything related or obviously everything uh, at S&T uh, has Batman-related names. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Alfred is the uh, is the butler to Batman. Uh, so Alfred stands for, I think, an order logistical system for Rechargeable electro uh, electro devices, or yep. something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, so it is a backronym, um, but it is a platform we use, and it keeps track of all the batteries. Got it. Uh, the chemistries, the uh, the uh, it gives you us a complete audit trail. Um, what are the test results? All our test stands are directly wired into Alfred. So we also have data of more than twenty-five, thirty thousand 30,000 battery packs, mm-hmm. uh, which gives us incredible insight yeah. uh, for machine learning, uh, you know, for uh, statistical analysis and everything. It's it's very, very powerful. Yeah. And we created it from, we wrote it from the ground up.
1: Wow. I love the name too, as a Batman yeah. fan. Yeah. You gotta love it. Um so the, the timeline here, you know, we we talk about these batteries all the time. Can you talk about the technology uh, of electrical vehicle batteries from, say, five years ago to where we are now? Um, you know, we, we've we we hear a lot about again the the the, this, the innovation of of these battery packs and and for the last you know 5 to 6 to 7 years uh, have but what what's that timeline kind of look like from what it So
0: so let, you know let let me give you a, a 10 year uh, yeah. timeline so the first electric cars uh, came out 10 years ago uh, December 2010 the Chevy Volt uh, the Nissan Leaf and the the price per kilowatt hour for the complete pack was probably more than $1,200 per kilowatt hour. Okay. And uh, a Nissan Leaf had 24 uh, kilowatt hour battery pack, so 24 kilowatt hour, time, 24 times uh, $1,200. A lot of money. Yes. And that's where electric vehicles were very expensive in the beginning, even though that the total cost of ownership, they're very, very competitive because you don't pay for gasoline, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have uh, oil changes, you don't have... Uh, high maintenance bills etc cetera, etc cetera. and now we are 10 years later and the price of a battery pack came down to 130 140 dollars per kilowatt okay hour. there you go so that yeah. gives you an idea of where the trend uh, yes. is going and i would say that by 2025 outright without subsidies an electric vehicle will be cheaper to buy outright than a combustion engine uh, car.
1: In in 20 years from
0: now? No, 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 five years. Four years.
1: Four four, 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 or five years years from now. Wow. Quite the state. Quite the state. Okay. That's powerful.
0: You know, that is tipping point. Uh, It is. And the total cost of ownership, we're already there. You know, it's cheaper to run an electric vehicle. Now, Amy knows, uh, everyone who drives an electric vehicle knows, uh, because also your, your maintenance is much lower. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, which manufacturers are investing the most in electrical vehicles right now boy, where do i start obviously Tesla uh because mm-hmm. they
0: only have electric vehicles i've i've heard of the company, uh, I've heard uh, of the company. volkswagen uh yep. volkswagen group together with Audi uh together with uh, Porsche uh, then we have uh g m you know g m mm-hmm. is absolutely committed uh, Ford, uh Yes. uh you know i would say all of them uh you know, Volvo said that they're going fully electric. Mm-hmm. I would say that by 2030, so nine years, ten years from now, um,
1: I, I, I think you will struggle to buy a combustion engine. Wow! You know the uh, Ford Bronco that everybody's talking about. Is there an electric version Everything of? it will become electric. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and and especially for those cars because the. Um, the um the the torque of an electric vehicle is so much bigger than a combustion engine mm. so if you uh, if you look at uh, pickup trucks yes. and and i think the first pickup truck uh, will come out uh, next year I think it's the the Rivian okay with four the F one fifty is becoming electric, yeah. the uh, the Silverado. Yeah. Uh, there you really start to see the yeah, benefits I mean, of
1: electricity. The number one selling vehicle in America for twenty, thirty plus years is that F one fifty. Yeah. If it goes electric, yeah. That 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 fast tracks this pretty quick. Um, what, what are the benefits? You know, we always ask all of our entrepreneurs and innovators that, that we're inter- interviewing, uh, the, why Oklahoma? Uh, you know, what are the benefits of, of, of living here and in, 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 in doing business here in Oklahoma?
0: Ooh, um, I would say one of the benefits is being in the middle. Uh, you know, we, we are probably the number one shipper of leaky mountain battery packs. They're, they're big, they're heavy um you have to do that on the special rules um so being in the middle helps yeah. uh and oklahoma's in the middle um another thing i like in oklahoma is that you have very short lines to the powers that be mm. um yep. you know we you know each other There's a great network uh you can get things done um yeah i would say that are the the the, the two biggest advantages of oklahoma yeah uh but you know, every advantage has uh, disadvantage, sure. Device, sure. Right?
1: Yeah, no, we we certainly talk, you know, as a as a politician. You know, we're not real bureaucratic. You can get to the top, and and the people that make the decisions actually pretty quick yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, we're nimble, uh, and it, it is something that that can separate us from 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 the competition a lot. Um, it, every state has things that they need need to address as well, and and we're constantly telling our our small business owners that too. That hey if there's something we need to fix we can actually fix that really fast down at the state capitol. so again it, it, that those are some of the reasons you're doing business here and again choosing to keep your business here i'm i'm assuming again some of the same reasons again log- logistically center of the country um you can get to decision makers quickly um but moving forward continuing to keep your business here in oklahoma um are there other value propositions that that uh, you're going to be looking to?
0: It, you know, eventually we go where the business is going to be. Um, so next, early next year, we will open up on the West Coast. Okay, uh, we have to because yes. that's where a lot of the electric vehicles are, and we need to be uh, where it is to reduce logistical cost. Eventually, we will go to the East Coast, and and we hope that Oklahoma will stay. Or become more forward-looking uh, embrace the future rather than protect the status quo. yeah
1: yeah you know I, I, that was a big part of our uh, rebranding that we just did as well uh, that uh, embracing that future embracing frankly the diversity of our state as well both in our landscape but in our people yeah. um, those are things that uh, employees and employers are going to demand of states uh, and, and I think those are things that we should be talking about. Um, and you know, this isn't the dust bowl. Uh, and if we're going to be better than okay, we need to say we're going to be better than okay. Um, and, and that does mean, yes, more forward looking, more innovative, um, and, and pushing that envelope too. So I, I certainly hope that we can, uh, we can do those things into and the And
0: also understand that energy means more than oil and gas. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 By the way, talking about the rebranding, yes. I love the logo. Oh, good! I love Excellent. the logo. Excellent, and I love it that you see it everywhere. Yeah. Well, we the business cards when you
1: come into the state. I think it's a great job done. That 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 uniform branding, I think, was yes, yeah. was important. Yeah. Um, so, again, another one of the questions that we always ask. Um, again, I talk a lot about this innovation pipeline model that we have in Oklahoma. Ocas certainly um, at the top of that that helps. Um, uh, the other uh, partners that we have. OCAST How, is fantastic. Good. How has OCAST and that in that model helped your business grow?
0: OCAST has been instrumental in helping us set up S&T, mm. uh, finding people, uh, and connecting us with the right people. Uh, I really believe OCAST was instrumental in our success. Oh, that's great to hear. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, the, it's it, you know, it's a long list, but one thing I really like of OCAST is the uh, internship program. Um, and we almost every year, every summer, we use a lot of uh, interns through you through the the internship program and everything. And then uh, and it gives you an 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 opportunity to test out people. Yes. Also, if they fit in the culture. Yeah. Uh, and there are several people, you know, from 2015, which are now senior people in our organization. And they came straight through, uh, out of OU, OSU, uh, through the internship program. Good. And they now are
1: are really important to the company. Uh, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. I, I do hear about the internship program quite a bit. Huh. Um, you know, I mean, entrepreneurs and you guys have your heads down running your businesses to have... Uh, companies, OCAST and Oakland Manufacturing Alliance, and these other yep. entities that um, can can help so that you don't have to stop innovating and running your businesses. Uh, yeah, that can only only be helpful. OCAST
0: has been and and still is uh,
1: really really important for us. That's good to hear. Any any final thoughts uh, uh, for 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 listeners? That again, a lot of the people listening to. Uh, to To these podcasts are small business owners a lot of just may have an idea or a dream for a business that that uh, want to get some insight into uh, those that know the highs and lows of running a business or creating a product
0: i uh, you know i I always believe embrace the future hmm. rather than protect the status quo and I really say that to politicians in Oklahoma but also would be entrepreneurs uh, if you embrace the future. You can profit from the future yeah. if you protect the status quo, you will follow the future eventually, but then you have to compete on margin and not on leadership yeah. and uh It is time that 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 Oklahoma will be known for more than just oil and gas because yeah. that is on the way out
1: yeah it, it it we have to diversify yeah. our our economy there there is uh there is no doubt and what you all are building again i i think is uh is absolutely forward looking uh, and is very good brand branding for our state uh, to have companies like you all that have um chosen to again uh build here in oklahoma and uh, i certainly hope that the the uh the public sector um uh, joins forces with the private sector because the private sector is again they they are saying that hey it's time for oklahoma to rise and and to look forward uh and to be innovative and and certainly i hope the public sector uh, will listen
0: yeah and in in 5 6 years we became the leader uh, yeah. which is nice and we get we get executives uh fly in from japan from china from europe from uh, mm. detroit california uh and many come here for the first time in oklahoma yes that's kind of uh, yeah it's, you know, it's kind of cool to see that
1: well, it's really cool to see, uh, cause yeah, we're in a global competition for talent and just not, we're not competing against 49 other States. It's it, we're competing against the world yep. and it's a global competition. And, uh, thank you for what you do. Thank you for being here in Oklahoma. Um, and to those listening, thank you for, for listening in, uh, to another, uh, uh episode of our Oklahoma innovate that podcast. Uh, we look forward to bringing you many more, uh, world-class companies that are working right here in Oklahoma. Uh, and again, getting the support from the state and OCAST in our innovation pipeline model. Thank you all so much.